The funny thing is, I had that game and I never played it, and I traded it in, wrapping in packs. <laughs> I love being a troll because you just get to piss so many people off. What would you rather be inside of? A giant robot or magical girl? <laughs> now we're stuck with you. I'm pretty sure I'm on a higher plane of existence than you. I was just about to bring that up. Nintendo, uh, yeah, I'm not even gonna say anything. We shall give you a quality show today. I'll be giving you at least 78%. Launching! Hello, everybody, indeed. Welcome to Anavision EXT on God of War Ragnarok. I'm Jero. I have Amro and Steve here. What's up? Yeah. It's our soundboard wizard. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, let's get into the nitty gritty of God of War Ragnarok. So we've all completed at least the main story. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we're we've delved at differing lengths into the end game. Mm-hmm. So has anybody here gotten the true ending yet? Yes. Okay, so you have and just Steve and I we're still working on some stuff. Yeah, so um the the quote unquote true ending is like they it's it's kind of hard to miss because like your side characters like specifically tell you about it. Right. Um, and it is one of the trophies you need to get the platinum trophy. Mm-hmm. So, do you? I mean, is it like a super spoiler filled thing? It's the second time the credits roll. I'll put it that way. So, did you did you already get the second credits? No, I got so, the first credits. Yeah, there's the credits where you walk down mm-hmm. after everything has happened, and Loki he goes off mm-hmm. on his own, and you walk with Freya. Yes, yeah. the first credits, and then the second set of credits is when you go to Brock's funeral. Correct. Okay, I haven't gone to Brock's funeral. Okay. Yeah, so that's the... That's, that's the true ending? That's the quote-unquote true ending. Okay, so you get, I have seen it then. Yeah, so you get the... More. So I, th- I feel like we're getting very ahead of ourselves here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's, let's, let's rewind a little bit. Okay, yeah, so let's <laughs> talk about... Um, let's talk about the story. Let's, let's get yeah. into spoilers. Let's get into the, the nitty-gritty here, right? Yeah, so... So... Kind of, kind of jumping straight into it, like uh, story-wise, there were so many good elements that were like I did not really quite see mm-hmm. where they were headed on this. I really enjoyed how much they explored of the giants and Loki, mm-hmm. and you know them kind of teasing the whole. I mean, this is something I feel like they didn't really do a whole lot of in the end game, but um, you know, teasing the whole like you know this is your destiny, this is what has to happen, and then it just felt like kind of a drop-offs right it was kind of like yeah you know it, it happened yeah um but the, kind of the main thing i was talking about so if you listen to my uh it, it listen to the, uh, the, the 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 episode we did where we talked about kind of spoiler free discussion our opinions of god of war the only really part of the story that I was like this is a deus ex machina kind of you know this happened because you know the story needed it to happen was him capturing the soul of the wolf mm. um in his knife which was really cool but like how did Loki really know that was going to happen? Like, it just, it felt very much like they needed it to happen. And this is the only part of the story that I'm really kind of like, it feels like that happened just so that they could stick it in the big wolf later. So, I... That was I, from the very beginning. Yes. When when he first, when he thought he was burying, when he, or he was rest putting Fenrir down to rest. Mm-hmm. You see, like, now that I think about it, we see the the way that the souls look when they come out of the giant balls mm-hmm. it looks just like that when he does the magic well, right it's just like why how did he know how to do that mm. and like it just felt a little too okay. convenient he would i i think he always had the capability to do it he mm. just didn't know that that's what he had done yeah. and and so i the reason i feel like it wasn't deus ex machina is because they did actually refer to it multiple points throughout the game so like when you're hanging out with Angel Boda she talks about the knife having a soul in it yeah, she, no, she no, doesn't no. specifically say that I, like I get that like it's convenient that he did it that's the point I'm really, yeah. is, is, is that he knew to do it and how to do it but he didn't but he didn't know to do it or how to do it like he, he just he accidentally did it. did it like in a moment of grief like he pulled something out from within himself that Man. he always had the capability to do it's still a little weird in my opinion anyway the 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 thing is that like it didn't just come out of nowhere like when he was like 
oh, I have the soul in this dagger. Like, well, true. That part I have no problem with. Yeah, it's, he, it's that the fact that he the did knowledge. it, yeah. the knowledge and being able to do it. Also, the fact that he put the soul in the snake, and it turns out that that snake was actually Jormungandr. But I don't understand that. Did they explain that at any point? Yeah. So, um, after the credits roll for the first time, like. Uh, uh, Mimir and, and Freya and Kratos are talking about how uh, when when Thor defeated Jormungandr uh, during Ragnarok, he sent him back in time. So the snake that you meet in the first game is actually an older Jormungandr that was sent back in time and already knew who Loki was. How did he even send him back in time? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay. <laughs> like he hit him really hard or something. <laughs> yeah. mm. But uh, but yeah, that that's yeah. so uh, the the Jormungandr that fights in Ragnarok is the younger Jormungandr. Yeah, I got that because yeah. I got that because they were making because they made the point was like, mm. oh hey, you know that looks like he looks different, and I just didn't understand how he got back mm-hmm. in time. Yeah, yeah. And you mentioned writing like with Mimir and him talking mm-hmm. about there when you're riding the boat and stuff, there's so much information that they talk about. Oh yeah. It, it's difficult to like keep track of everything, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of times where I'll be at my destination, yeah, but I'll stop. sit there because <laughs> I want to hear the rest of the story. Yeah. Instead of Kratos going, we'll, we'll continue later. Or something yeah. like <laughs> and to their credit, like they do It's better a, this time around. Yeah. They do a good job of him, like them actually stopping the story right. and then like restarting it. Cause they like yeah. kind of, re-say yeah. some of the things that like, they had said before. Yeah, and they let him finish a certain point. Yeah, yeah. in the last game, off. I think it was as soon as you hit, you know, get out of the boat, it was like, all right, we're going to stop. <laughs> yeah. like, time to focus, you know. I, I definitely feel like the story as a whole, there were um, the part that, I guess, the, the big the big twist that uh, Odin was actually Tear uh, the whole time and that he killed Brock. And, like, that was definitely one of the more shocking like oh i did not see this coming at all because like when I, they were talking about sorry to, before no. you jump in like when they were talking about the fate and everything and mm-hmm. like how you know uh kratos would die in atreus's arms right mm-hmm. i always kind of felt like well maybe they were hinting that this would be tear because well i guess adjusting fate would be a god of war has to die right and mm-hmm. so maybe tear is the one that sacrifices himself so when that that turned into Odin and Tyr was never there to begin with. I was just like, oh, well, that's a thing. Hmm. So it's definitely very interesting. Like, that was a big twist. It changes your whole perspective on Tyr as a character, yeah. too. Yeah. Because, like, you realize that the whole time he was being all wishy-washy about fighting and stuff. And, and you're like, oh, like, that was just Odin making a mockery of what Tyr stood for. Mm-hmm. And the whole, you know, wanting to sleep in the closet was his way of, like, transporting in and out. Of, of there, you know, mm-hmm. uh, without being seen. But the, what I was going to say was that um, I had, I figured it out before I got to that part because I had one little thing spoiled for me. Mm-hmm. And it was that uh, Odin, like, I saw, like, this interview with a game director, like, just a small part of it. And he was saying that, like, Odin is impersonating people throughout the story. Mm-hmm. And um... there's a there's a dwarf in uh, Nidavellir that when you're like going in with the boat, like he looks over the bridge and like spits at you. Mm. That's Odin (laughs) in that moment. Mm. So, so when I saw that, I was like, wait, he can impersonate people. I was like, damn it. He's tear. (laughs) And so, but I, I, the fact that he killed Brock was a surprise. Mm -hmm. I was like, I was like, did that really just happen? (laughs) Like that, that was a very emotional gut punch because It wasn't just, you know, Brock dying, but just the reaction yeah. um, that Sindri had with yeah. it. And I, I guess the one thing I do want a little spoiled from me is uh, when you have the, I guess, funeral, right? Mm-hmm. Does Sindri, like, does, there, does, does, does anything get resolved with Sindri? So or? he does show up and he does attend the funeral, but he he just, he, he still holds on to so, those so nothing is resolved. Yeah, so that could be like upset. a element that comes later yeah he has not forgiven kratos or uh, atreus yeah i do think it's somewhat interesting because they're talking because you're talking about how one of the things we mentioned in the uh the regular episode was that you know hey the uh the the the, the whole story with these kind of gods is now over mm. but there's still elements that we haven't yet to really explore mm. and i think one of the interesting elements <clears throat> kind of going into 
where where is the game going next too? Like, are we going to get a spinoff with Atreus, or is is this just going to be like the next God of War game is going to have a huge focus with Atreus? Mm. Like, what's what's going to happen here? Because yeah. I think one of the biggest hurdles you're going to have, and this is just general video game knowledge, right? Is you don't really like to rename franchises, right? Mm-hmm. And you can't necessarily have God of War. And then have it yeah. star Loki, right? Because yeah. Loki's not the god of yeah. war, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's got to have a huge emphasis on uh, Kratos. Yeah. So it'll be curious to see where they're going next with this game. But I, I know that's kind of, I guess, getting into some of the more there. But I did very much like the whole element with with Loki. Mm-hmm. I definitely, or in, in Atreus, you know, I, I mm-hmm. like that whole kind of concept of how we got to play as him. We got a real deep story with him learning and talking to Odin. And kind of him making mistakes. And in the last game, he definitely made mistakes. There was a whole arc of him getting cocky because he's like, I'm a god now. And he's yeah. suck. But whatever. Like, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. But seeing even seeing some of the stuff he does in this game, I do think is very. Yeah. Like the story wise, it's definitely especially with his relationship with Kratos, which mm-hmm. is like there was so much more heart with Kratos. Right. He the I think that something I wanted to say before was that this was very much a coming of age story. Because, like, the first game is very much the relationship between the father and the son, right? Like, and then, you know, him being accepted mm-hmm. and, and Kratos growing into that role of being a good father and yada, yada, yada. This game was Loki slash Atreus becoming his own man and, mm-hmm. like, doing things outside of Kratos, mm-hmm. right? Like, he went and met Angraboda. He, like, the fact that he literally, like, it hit me when when he was hanging out with Angraboda, like, this is the first time he's ever just been with a kid his own age, you know. Yeah. Like uh, the uh, the whole other time has just been with boy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and so and so like you're like you're getting him to see getting oh, to see him like injury, yeah. with, you know. Sure, I mean like, but, but what I'm saying is like he actually had like uh, a contemporary uh, that wasn't a just peer. Yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. and and I thought that was really cool. <laughs> um, see him actually just become his own his own character and in how that changed his relationship with Kratos and Kratos learning to like I gotta let him go yeah. at some point yeah and and also character growth for Kratos mm-hmm. as well like he's not calling him boy yeah. anymore he's saying Atreus he's calling everybody by his names and when they when they go to get the the drop near spear and Brock realizes oh that he died back then and that Sindri didn't get all of his souls yeah. back um, Kratos that's, lets him bless the sword. That's a tear. That's a tearjerker moment. Mm-hmm. Like after the fact, when mm-hmm. you know what happens to Brock, you're like, "Yeah, oh damn it, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah." That was that was such a great moment. And then another one that like really hit me for Kratos was when he uh, like at the end when he's like, "Loki, Loki goes, but Atreus stays." Like mm-hmm. he's pointing to his heart, yeah. and I'm just like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and like before the final mission, they have separate tents. But then Atreus says, yeah. "Can I sleep with you tonight?" And then he has those dreams with Lafe. Oh, that's something. Faye, yeah. man, Faye's actually mm-hmm. a real character now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, I don't think she even spoke in the last game. No, you never even saw we her. Never saw her. Just knew she of was, her. Was, she was dead right at yeah. the start. She was a she was a motivation, up. not a character, right? Yeah. yeah. So so this time we actually got her acting and and. and I was like, I can understand why Kratos fell for this woman. <laughs> oh, and okay, so did you did you guys finish all the crater stories and stuff? Crater, no. The crater in in Vanaheim. I, I finished. I finished. Um, the I rescue. I like. I have to like do two things left in the crater. So so the artifacts that you're finding, like you know those ghosts that you find in the crater, mm-hmm. and you have to go find like their corpse and get the other part of the artifact. Yeah. So it tells you more about the story of like what happened in the crater before, and it turns out that like Faye was there and she fought Thor in the past. Oh yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've heard yeah. him talk about that, but they're it's like conjecture right now. They're not. Yeah, yeah. So the the lightning bolt mm-hmm. that you see that's frozen in Vanaheim is from when she fought Thor in the past. Yeah. So that's a, like the implication being that the the frost axe was made as like a direct counter to Mjolnir, which yeah. I think is really cool. Which is a little weird, confusing because when he talked about when uh, Sindri talked about when they fought. He's like, oh, I'm just glad to see that they could go up against Mjolnir. Hmm. But if they went up against Thor in the past, then he would have known that. Yeah, I mean, 
<laughs> well, I was thinking like maybe she didn't tell him. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe. I, I definitely feel like um, I think some of the things that are interesting to talk about is first off the characters, right? Mm. So. I will admit when they first introduced Odin and they got that old guy. Uh, so that actor, I, I, yeah, I you Richard know, I watched Schiff like Good Doctor and, and other stuff that he's been in. And I was like, he's a cool, you know, he's an okay actor. Mm-hmm. He's a great actor, but like Odin, really. And I really felt like once you really got into the story more and you you actually get to meet him and talk to him, like it fits so well, yeah, with what they he was doing, yeah, because that that initial. That initial meeting of him, he's like, I'm like, this is Odin. Yeah, like, this is really this, yeah, this scrawny older guy. When you but, when you come off of the interpret like like the Marvel interpretation, for example, which is Anthony yeah. Hopkins. And I mean, you, to be even in a show I watched called uh, uh, American Gods, they mm-hmm. had uh, uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but he played Odin. He was still kind of like I felt like an imposing guy, mm-hmm. but like this guy, this actor, is just not imposing at all. And you always imagine Odin as this kind of like you know regal, opposing leader, and it's just like I didn't see it at all. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but I felt like the way they wrote the characters, you got to know them. It just really fit. Yeah, and so and, and you know like thinking of the the mythology and stuff. Like he's he's very much. Uh, someone who's obsessed with knowledge and mm-hmm. averting his own fate, and you, you know, know like he's he's, a, he's, he's a kind talker. of a sham artist too. He, yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. So like Thor is his muscle. Like Balder mm-hmm. was his muscle. Like he he's just over here, like you know, obsessed with what he cares about, and mm-hmm. and letting other people do what he needs for them to do. You know. So mm-hmm. so yeah, it, it totally it totally worked. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what's a bit disappointing about Thor in the story mm-hmm. is that he never stands up to Odin. There's so many conversations with Atreus where you overhear him mm-hmm. yeah. talking with Sif about it and she's trying to get him to do something uh, and then Ford just kind of dies. Yeah, like, I mean, he, he gets, gets his, <clears throat> gets his <throat> 30 seconds of, I'm not going to do your shit. Yeah, and, and then, then Odin's and then like, well, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was like, I was like, are they like, I, I just, I, it's going back to the Kratos' story arc, right? Where he mm-hmm. like he kills uh Heimdall and and it's very much like, oh no, like it's he's going war, back it's war now. Yeah, he's he's going back to how he was, like, you know, the brutal kill and mm-hmm. and I thought it was really great how like they, they portrayed like the adrenaline, like where he was still kind of mm-hmm. shaky after he did that and stuff, but but you're like, Oh no, he's 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 going back to how he was in, in the PS three games, you know, like way before the, yeah. the Norse mythology, right? But he didn't kill Thor. He didn't even kill Odin, right? right. Like, mm-hmm. he was able to do what he did in that final confrontation without becoming that same guy again. Yeah. And I thought that was yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Odin's death, I thought that was fantastic. <laughs> just like the whole, I don't know what we're going to do with him. We're going to keep him. And then you just like, die, bitch. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> that whole thing was just so like, okay, Cool. I, I really, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I definitely feel that, like, so much of this game is so, like, it's the, the emotion of this game is so high. Mm-hmm. And when you get toward the end levels where you're where the in the final battle and you, you meet up with Sindri and he's just like, you know, no more uh, dwarves are going to die for this fight. And then mm-hmm. he's just like, he's completely torn up and, and you know, being that the fact that we got to travel with him, we got to, you know, be friends with him for two games now. And even, you know, have, seeing the relationship he had with Atreus and that kind of hurt and betrayal just that he's been feeling. It's just it really impacts you. And you're trying to go through this almost epic war moment where mm. there's things going on all around you, but you really have to focus on your little path. Yeah. And just having that kind of moment of Sindri, this again, that story element is just. It, it really broke you. It was like yeah. that. That was one of those things that like made me go, "This is a you know story ten game, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like everything yeah. about the story in this game just works so well." So, mm-hmm. yeah. Another another thing that stood out to me was like, God of War finally has good female characters. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> like Freya was in yeah, in, in she was God like, of War in yeah, supporting quote yeah, early yeah, on, you know. She was kind of almost like a, a, kind of like there just to heal and to, to act as a, I don't 
kill my son character. Mm-hmm. And she definitely had her acting moment when, you know, after I can't remember his name, uh, Balder died. That moment of I hate you. But like just that introduction of her in this game where you're just kind of, you know, you're, you're on your, your sled dogs. Your, yeah. And then she just comes in and, and it's action. just like, I hate your guts. It just, it hits so much harder when you yeah. remember the last game. And, and the fact that like Kratos does not want to fight her. Yeah. He does, does <laughs> yeah. not want to. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to kill you, I, but I also don't want to let you kill me. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or her, my son. Yeah. He, well, he's like, he's like, I, I owe you because you saved my son. Yeah. Right. Like in, in, in Kratos is like, I, that's a debt that, well, and, and it's complicated, right? Because, you know, he was like, I, I will never be in the servitude or I will never be like owing something to another god again. Mm-hmm. But I'm doing this because I want to because you're my friend. I consider you my friend. And the fact that he's able to admit that now and mm-hmm. and lets her come around to, you know, like working with him again. Yeah. I, I thought was just yeah. I, that was handled so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After she gets freed of Odin's yeah. chains. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But to your point about the female characters, there's there's Freya, mm-hmm. Angerboda, Frude, who we haven't talked much about as uh, those were two like the friendlies of Atreus mm-hmm. in the story. Um, Sif briefly. Um, who else would you would you count in there? Um, there's a dwarf, the female dwarf. Oh yeah, Ludna. She's great. Is Sif the grandmother? No, Sif. Sif was uh, Thor's wife. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's yeah. the grandmother too that we okay. Thor's, that Thor's thick wife. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, you, the the grandmother was there too. But but I was just like, I was like, damn, like there's actually like Thrud was a really good character, and and I kind of like that. She got along with Atreus, but they didn't necessarily set her up as a love interest. Like you, yeah, that was I felt like more. they were, yeah, trying that with Anger Boda. Yeah, yeah, of course. Because yeah. I, will, yeah, um, one of the things I kind of wanted to, uh, I guess, yeah, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> just just a, a quick gameplay thing. Those mm-hmm. final boss battles. Like, I had played so many Berserkers, and I learned only later that the color of their health bar says how far they're above you. Yeah. So I'd, I'd been fighting some purple bar ones, <laughs> and with those fights, you got to be, like, precise, perfect with your parries and yeah. dodges and stuff. So I played those, that four and Odin fight. These are easy. <laughs> yeah. I definitely, <laughs> they do telegraph their, their moves. Yeah. I definitely think... Like, late game, just like every other game, boss fights and fights in general became easier. Like, I, I, when we got to the crater dragons, right, I almost, like, I, when I saw the first crater dragon, I was like, I've got to stay the fuck away from this dude. He's going to mm-hmm. just mess me up. I'm just, I got to <laughs> stay away. And I ended up kind of, like, dodging him heavily and then eventually I was like, I, got, I, got, I guess I got to fight him now. And I was mm-hmm. super scared. And I walked in and like I killed him. I think I got hit once. And I was just like, oh, these are easy. <laughs> I definitely feel like the, it, just like every game, like once you get to a certain level, there, there was a certain easiness to mm-hmm. the, the boss fights. I definitely felt that Thor itself, him, I, like, I didn't struggle at all. Odin, I didn't struggle at all. Um, I didn't have to repeat any of the boss fights here. Um, I can't say I remember as much of the boss fights in um, the original in the, the original game. Yeah. So I can't necessarily kind of sit there and go like, oh, it was the same. But I do remember um, toward the late game, I raised the difficulty because I was like, this game's getting easier. Mm-hmm. So I think that's just kind of a natural problem most games have is if you if you have a game where you know, it's getting open world. The more you do the open world before you tackle the final stuff, mm-hmm. the more OP you are. Yeah. And then you just end up, you know, really clobbering the final bosses and they don't, mm-hmm. yeah. it doesn't feel as much of a threat. Well, I do have one major complaint with the game and that's Muspelheim. The combat trials fucking suck. <laughs> no, I haven't uh-huh. played those. Yet. I haven't tried them. Yet. Yeah. I, I, again, like, I knew it was a trophy, so I was like, let me just get this out of the way. Uh, so I did all of them. Early or late game? Um, what are you talking about? Like, like early game or late as game? As soon as I could. As soon as you could, okay. Yeah. 
Um, and and it's so annoying because there's like there's like three rooms, and they each of those rooms has uh, challenges, right? And you're like, oh, okay, that's easy enough. So there's three challenges per room. You you do those, and I'm like, I'm done, right? You go back to the center area, and they're like, actually, there's six challenges here. But in order to do these challenges, you have to complete the other rooms in a specific order. So you so you have to then go back and redo the challenges you've already done over and over and over again. Sounds convoluted. Six times <laughs> to do all of them. And I was like, this, this sucks. I, I literally just set the difficulty down to the easiest. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I need, I'm just going to get through this because it's, it's boring. Hmm. Um, so I, I did, I did that in, in one go and was just done with it and never had to do it again. Hmm. But, um, right. yeah, the, the Muspelheim combat trials were just tedious and, and right. annoying. Yeah, I guess also the lock-on aspect of it wasn't super reliable mm. because there are a lot of berserkers here in this enclosed arena surrounded by ice, and a lot of times they dash far away, and then you try to charge at them, yeah. but then they double dash, and you know they get into their scripted yeah. stuff. And it, like a lot of enemies have a specific move that breaks your lock-on, and I don't like that because mm-hmm. it, it defeats yeah. the purpose of a lock-on. <laughs> yeah, I need you to turn me the 180 if I have to. Yeah. Um. So we've talked a lot about story. Was there was there any other story elements you want to bring up? Um, uh, well, I've heard I've heard some controversial stuff about like uh, people don't particularly like the the first segment where you play as Loki and you're hanging out with Angraboda. Like mm-hmm. some people think it like takes too long or whatever. I, it, it is it is a bit of a. Um, here's the one thing I, I want to criticize is I do think. In this game, as much as I love the fact that you can play as Loki, he's got pretty lengthy segment mm-hmm. segments. I do, I did find it at times difficult to enjoy the combat with him mm. because I do feel like his combat's cool and all, but it's you know when you're going from Kratos, yeah. where it's like I can swap weapons options, yeah. and swap uh, you know special moves and all this kind of cool stuff mm-hmm. that you have, and then you're on you know loki and you can pretty much just do a couple of things yeah. yeah and like even when you, you sit there and be a bow guy and let your other guy take him but being a bow like using your bow doesn't feel very satisfying in this game mm-hmm. yeah so my my strategy when i was playing as loki was um you know when you're targeting and you press triangle he does his little grapple hook and mm-hmm. and he'll like go flying towards the enemy and then you can do your like sonic uh, melee combo that was really good like that that was like just yeah. my bread and butter I, I felt like I was just doing that over and over yeah, again. yeah, that's, yeah. that's that's my problem yeah. so I felt like with his moves I was just pretty much repeating the same mm-hmm. yeah. the same set of combos over and over again what, not really varying any real strategy what I did like about Loki was his mobility was a lot better than, than Kratos's. So like his just his movement and dodging felt better than, than Kratos mm-hmm. but you're right like the his his hits I mean, obviously lacked impact, right? I just wish there was better customization with his character. Yeah. It's like in the end of the game, I had like 20,000 Atreus XP Hmm. and nothing to spend it on. Yeah. Like I leveled everything up because I could. I upgraded all my bows, even though I pretty much only ever used one bow. Yeah. I never saw much difference. So Um, that I, I feel like is one complaint and, and, and getting back to the the him with Angraboda, i do agree like that section was pretty long mm-hmm. and it was mostly story driven like yep. there was mm-hmm. some combat in that section but the combat was very light most of it was just like let me follow the path you yeah. know let me go from a to b to c to d mm-hmm. and then and maybe then have get, a couple enemies to fight and then you get the boss fight yeah with uh and the boss fight was awesome yeah and I feel like that was kind of like a good payoff, mm-hmm. but up until that point, there wasn't. It didn't yeah. feel like a lot. And I can kind of get, especially if you're the kind of person that really enjoys the combat aspect, you know, the gameplay aspect. That is a very slow section. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, when I played it, I thought, okay, I'll play this and then I'll go to sleep. And I kept playing it. And it kept going. And it was like, oh wow, okay, well, I'll turn it off for tonight and continue on. I think the issue is, he only there's only two types of arrows. There's the Sonic and the Runic. Mm-hmm. So there's really not enough customization. There's not enough different ways you can interact with enemies. armor means nothing. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's just cosmetic. Yeah, it's, it's cosmetic. just cosmetic. Yeah, no stats. So Also, there's a whole, like, element in the game that, like, neither Kratos or Atreus has access to, like, electricity. <laughs> they programmed this whole status thing where, um, you know, Thor and Thrude can, can electrify enemies. So can uh, Freya. Yeah, she has a... She has a... Runic oh, thing. a summon? Uh, thing where she spreads okay. electricity. I use that one. Gotcha. I like that one because it stuns huge areas of enemies. Yeah, I was like, I was like, how weird is it that your two main playable characters don't... can't do it? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's a, if it's only one skill, then... If they gave him, like, an electric error or something, then maybe that could have been more interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't want to sit there and say, like, oh, it was terrible, but, oh, like... No, no. It's like one of those things where, like, when you're going from, hmm. you know, when you're playing, you know, Kratos and you're enjoying his combat, hmm. it definitely feels like you're missing something. Yeah. And, and that's the thing was, like, that's why I, for a while, I thought they might actually kill Kratos off. But at the same time, I was like... I never thought so. I mean, I, like, yeah. they were like, <laughs> yeah. if they're planning on this being the final Ragnarok game, like the Norse mythology game, like, it would make sense to kill Kratos and let... Atreus be mm-hmm. his own his own character after this, which yeah. I appreciate that they didn't because mm-hmm. it's a more mature thing to do, right? right? Like it's it's easy to kill him off and then just be like, okay, now Atreus has to go do yeah, whatever. It's a Atreus game, yeah. but well, but like Kratos yeah. being able like actually accepting that he's going to go off and be on his own mm-hmm. was a better from a writing perspective. But right. mechanically, I was like, Kratos has too much stuff, yeah. to not be the main playable character. Mm-hmm. So like. And, and I also wasn't sure, like, you said the spear, right? But I kept thinking to myself, am I going to kill Thor and get the hammer as a playable weapon? <laughs> like, I kept thinking that, like, uh, until I got the spear, I was like, I guess this is, this is just it. I knew I never was going to get the hammer once I got the spear because I was like, well, there's not enough D-pad controls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and the spear was awesome. Spear was spear was something that I, when I first used, I was like, I can't use this. And then when I started using it more, I was like, oh well, you know, like when you got to like the elemental beasts, I was like, I just speared them to death, and it was like super easy, and I didn't yeah. do much. It became my new uh, raven hunting. Uh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Was before, so much. I, I did that actually once. I was, I was sitting there, I was throwing the axe, throwing the axe. I kept yeah. missing. I was like, this mm-hmm. sucks. I hate it. And I was like, oh wait a minute, spear. Got yeah, it. Easy, like, oh, this is nice. Yeah. Um, so, how many you've beaten all the berserkers, Amro? How many yep. have you beaten? I've only beaten two. Okay. So, the toughest one that I've fought so far was it was the the cold and the two sisters mm. in the same one because that one is really difficult because the cold person is incredibly aggressive, always trying to get up in your face and doing their their uh, their combos, and then the sisters are typically throwing some fire or ice attacks mm-hmm. so it's like i gotta block this and dodge that and hit uh this with a, a uh with the spear or the hammer so that it doesn't hit me because you really can't dodge that attack so mm-hmm. that one has been the toughest for me so far with the sisters one thing i will say though um when i was playing them like i felt less inclined in this game to go after some of the collectible stuff when I was doing through the storyline because I sat there and knew, oh, I'm just going to get into a really tough boss fight. I'm going to spend a lot of energy and time. I don't necessarily have all my rage or my health. Therefore, I should just avoid it and maybe come back and do it later. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like in the last game, every time I ran into one of those little things that I put stuck my hand in, I was like, gotta stick my hand in there. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't even think twice. But in this game, I definitely felt more like, I got to come back to this because right now, this is too hard. Yeah, This is too much. Um, I don't have the right health or the right rage yeah, or the right something. It took me entirely too long to realize that accessing a, a teleportation gate refills all your yeah. stamina. And I realized that I kept doing I, mm-hmm. I, I I realized that only when I got to the crater mm-hmm. and I started using the the teleport gate to fast travel from area to area and I started noticing like wait a minute I have full health and full rage now. Oh. <laughs> and so I felt I started using that a little bit as a cheat to like oh, yeah. I'm low health. Let me just get in there and go. And and the in the berserkers I definitely waited till like way later in the game like I, I, there was a few, and I can't remember specifically which ones that like I fought and was able to beat early on. Mm-hmm. But it was like one or two, yeah. and then I, I the the one you're talking about where it's the dude and the two sisters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That one I was that one turned me off completely of fighting the berserkers until like way mm-hmm. later. 
Um, and then when I did, I was like way overpowered. Yeah. <laughs> but the but even then, the the king is really difficult. Like so, he's like the final one, and he incorporates all of the basically like all of their techniques. So he's kind of it's like the Valkyries from the first game mm-hmm. in that sense. And then mm. and then there is also another secret Valkyrie boss in in the end game, and she's mm-hmm. really tough. Um, but uh, do either of you know about the prison in in Niflheim? Yeah, I've done that part. Okay, no. Yeah, so so that's a really good one. Um, if you're if you're clearing out the remnants of Asgard, it, you get a lore thing telling you about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's how you would find it naturally. Um, but if you go back to Niflheim, where the crows, uh, where the crow tree is, um, there's a new path that's opened up, and you you can explore this prison that has some stuff in it. Uh, mm-hmm. Good story stuff. Right. Yeah. And that's that's the fun thing about post game is, is going in afterwards. Like you go to Freyer's camp, and Sif is there with Hildisvaldi, um, is, is the the guy that's I, the boar. Yes, yeah. I believe so. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. see them talking, and then. There's a moment where you go back to Alfenheim, I'm trying to think, and you see Frude with Mjolnir. Yes. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. pretty cool. That's awesome. Hmm. And and the game does a good job of, like, you know, one could say it would be better if you found it on your own, but the game does, like, be like, hey, you should probably go to this place mm-hmm. uh, and well, go see this thing. <laughs> that's, that, that's a good, interesting complaint. Um, I saw a lot of people and ta- them talking about the complaining, the fact that, if you mess up or if you're trying to consider how to do a puzzle, oh, yeah. suddenly your AI partners are just like, do it this way. Yeah. <laughs> like It doesn't give you any real time. I did find that a little frustrating. For the most part, the puzzles aren't overly complicated to where I'm like not understanding how to do it. But I do find that's a little irritating because yeah. like, yeah. you know, give us time to at least fail before yeah. you start telling us. In Don't fail game, once and then tell us or, yeah. or make it a button yeah and yeah. they have many accessibility features in this game mm-hmm. and in a lot of games like we've seen with tomb raider in the past they have slider difficulties based on combat exploration all of that stuff so that 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 would have been nice to have here so that yeah. namir isn't like giving you hints all the time and Freya isn't saying yeah. this and that i think you can use your axe to freeze that thing I'm like, mm-hmm. i know yeah <laughs> yeah one one other thing, one la- kind of last thing I want to talk about, just out of curiosity. So they're talking about making a TV show, right? That's the big things. They're putting a TV show. Everyone's speculating what actors they want to do it. The question I have is, do you feel that the TV show would work if they start with God of War 2018? Or do you feel that they need to really... And I know in God of War 2018, they, they kind of cover what happened in Kratos' past. Or do you feel like... Because I, I know none of us are real huge God of War original fans. Like, I, I know I played all the... Yeah, I played most of the I games. Played all of them. Yeah. I, I haven't played the PSP. Yeah, are you like, you're huge fans of them? or Well, whatever. Yeah, okay, okay. We're, we're, we're big enough fans. But I feel like the weight of Kratos and how he is in this game, part of it has to do with the fact that we have those... Mm-hmm past game Kratos memory in mind. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that the TV show is going to lose something by starting off with old man Kratos and Atreus versus not having at least a season or two to go through what happens with him and the Greek gods? That's the question I have. Because I feel like Mm -hmm. it would lose something. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's weird to to look at the previous God of War games and this Mm -hmm. God of War game and not really consider the fact that God of War 2018 and this one are almost like a reboot in a mm-hmm. lot of ways. Yeah. And how it not just handles the gameplay, but how it handles, you yeah. know, Kratos as a character. Because yeah. I, I guess the idea is that, let's assume it's on HBO, like The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. The fan that doesn't play The Last of Us, or in this case, God of War, they won't know enough of the history about Kratos to really... Um, get a feel for what the guy's like. Maybe he might be a relatable and more personable character like he seems like in Ragnarok. But I think just from a from a historical perspective, I guess, they wouldn't really know you, who he you was. You wouldn't or, get the history. It's it's it it would be um it would be kind of like uh and this is not necessarily the greatest of examples. 
but it'd be kind of like watching episode uh, uh, nine, no, episode seven of oh, yeah. Star Wars, mm, meeting no. Luke Skywalker and going like, oh, you know, he's an old grumpy guy mm-hmm. and not really having the context of what happened in four five and six, mm-hmm. right? You know, meeting that Luke Skywalker and seeing why has he become old cranky man in episode, I guess that was episode uh, eight. eight. Yeah. So how did he get to that point? And like, you don't have that mm-hmm. context of how he was and how yeah. he is now. And that would lose something for you. And I say it's not a great example because the the new Star Wars movies suck. But like that that and it's kind of the opposite here. But like I said like the rage and even the history that you have that he talks about. I just feel that it's it there's more impact here. But you're talking about two very different stories. Yeah. Like if you if you go with a fan of this story. And then, like, if seasons one or two is about Kratos murdering gods and being this vengeance man, and then suddenly now it's a story about family, mm-hmm. you know, you suddenly go, well, when this turned into Fast and Furious, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like I was watching, you know, Murder Man over here. Now I'm watching this. Mm-hmm. I, so it's almost like this weird dichotomy of where you almost have to have those. But I understand, like, from a TV show perspective, that would be really hard. I would I would see the show writer showrunner starts they they're going to start with Norse mythology like God of War so 2018 right make Kratos a likable character first before we learn about his his past so so they could always revisit the Greece era like in a flashback do it do it like um <laughs> do it do it like Green Arrow. <laughs> oh no! Where, well, the, uh, where where you have it's actually sto- more of a lost thing. I know, I know, I know. But and and I was recently watching Andor, and they they also like do kind of the same thing where it's like they keep flashing back to the past and and going. I almost feel like what would make more sense, and, mm-hmm. and this is just me. Um, do season uh, do like season one with Ra- or God of War and maybe even do all the way through Ragnarok mm-hmm. or whatever, and then come back later and have like a prequel series with this is God. This is, you know, Kratos murdering all the gods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I do feel though. I still say, think that the, it, there is a weight loss mm-hmm. there. Like, cause I feel like if you don't know who Kratos is, yeah. like if you're the normie and you don't know who Kratos is, like them saying, Oh, he's the ghost of Sparta, the god of war from Greece. You might go, I, Wait, wait, yeah. wasn't Ares the god of war of Greece? Like, yeah. where, where is this Kratos yeah. guy? I guess you could kind of do like building off of your idea of starting him off as a likable character mm-hmm. and then having like a flashback episode or something yeah. dedicated to he's telling Mimir or whatever a story, and then you see scenes from his past so that. You know, mm-hmm. you like the character, but you know that he's done bad stuff. And yeah. the idea is showing that, that he's learned from yeah. his past. And, okay. and, and the, you know, to your point, the, like bringing up things like Ghost of Sparta and stuff, that is more like an intriguing thing for the audience. Like, you know, like for the people who know, they know, right? Yeah. But for people who don't, they're like, Ghost of Sparta, that's interesting. Uh, like, apparently this guy clearly has a bad past, yada, yada, yada. And, but it, it, it makes you wonder about the character and then when they finally reveal it you, you get that kind of like catharsis of like that's what it was yeah. and then you can go from there but i think what made god of war 2018 so successful was that it was a good jumping on point for people that weren't god of war fans or people that were turned off by kratos as a character and again i knew though they did do a bunch of flashback things to kind of yeah. catch up on those who didn't but as i said i just feel like you know, for those of us who played, like I played God of War 1, 2, 3, and I think there was another game. Wasn't there four Ascension. games? Ascension. And not the PSP game. Yeah. The PSP games was uh, Chains of Olympus. I never played Ghost the PSP game, mm-hmm. but I did play the, the first four. Oh, and the, and or the four, they, four main They line. referenced Ghost of Sparta <laughs> yeah. in, in Ragnarok. Well, apparently, they even reference uh, the Mortal Kombat games. Oh well, yeah. They they brought up. Um, they said that he was in tournaments and. He, but I think that was specifically All Stars, though. Oh, well, whatever. They they, yeah, they re- referenced some some one of the games he was in, like the. 
I, I, shall, I shall not talk about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that, that's funny. So oh, the um, the riddle side side plot. Oh yeah, with Brock in the mirror. Yeah, couldn't figure it out. Does yeah. he ever figure it out? He does. Okay, I yeah, won't spoil it for you. Okay, <laughs> don't spoil. Yeah. I'll I'll get to that. I, I do plan on getting more into this. I mean, to be fair, a lot of the reasons why I did get kind of um, kind of like not as far as I really wanted to before mm-hmm. this podcast because I've still been playing Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Putting massive hours into that game, so, um, but yeah, ultimately, I definitely want a one hundred. Well, I don't know if I want a one hundred percent that game. And, and here's the thing: if you want just the platinum trophy, you don't have to hundred percent it. Oh, okay. Um, there's, you can definitely hundred percent it. You can definitely hundred percent it. Uh, like after the fact, like if you mm. want to go through all that, but that's I think that's more. Even um, like the platinum trophy, I don't know if I'm necessarily going to go for it, but I definitely want to spend a lot of time in the in-game stuff because there's a lot yeah. of in-game content I want to get to. And I was yeah. going to say so. like the for some of the trophies that like that involve like defeating the tougher opponents or whatever, you can turn your difficulty down yeah. and still it's still I know. Good. so you know. Yeah. yeah, and for the ending, the roll credits with Brock's funeral, you don't have to like collect all the pieces of Asgard. Oh, you can just go to it. When yeah, you, you can to. just go to it. Yeah, so. Yeah. I, I plan on I plan I plan on getting into it. So I was going to do some more today, but then I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to chill. And yeah. I'll get to it later. So mm-hmm. it's definitely a great game, though. So mm-hmm. so good. Yeah. Uh, one thing for getting back to accessibility, I changed it so that you have to hold the button oh, instead, instead of, of repeatedly press. pressing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I put on auto pickup items. Yeah, I did uh, just for the health. I should have well, did everything. I don't. I don't stuff. like auto pickup on. Sometimes I'll leave things. I left things around before I realized I could just travel between gates. Mm. There are certain times I'd like. Well, I don't need health right now, so I'll just leave it around and then just. Well, if you're at full health, it. it doesn't pick it up. Oh, okay. And well, I mean, even if I was only like a little health, I'd keep it there. Yeah. But also, it, it prioritizes like if you're in the middle of a fight, you won't pick up like drop items. Mm. Uh, it'll only pick up green and, and red orbs, and also. Um, it took me forever to realize because there's a chest. Whenever you see uh, Brock and Sindri's like forge, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a chest oh, that has yeah. items Missing. that you left yeah. behind, and it. I was like, "What is the? What is this? Like, why? Why do I keep getting random <laughs> items?" And, and then I finally realized, "Oh, this is stuff that I didn't yeah. pick up." <laughs> oh, I, re- I didn't realize that's what it was. I thought it was just like random RNG. Hey, you get free stuff. Yeah, but, free rewards for uh, getting this far in the story. You more going like, "Hey, you suck. You forgot this." Yeah. <laughs> All right, and that concludes our EXT on God of War Ragnarok. A great game that we're still playing just a little bit more of. Amra's got the platinum, so he's pretty set at this point. I'm free. (laughs) (laughs) Boy. Boy. He only says boy one time throughout the entire game, (laughs) and it's very very poignant. (laughs) Yeah. There is a... Mimir's telling the story, and he actually laughs at it. And Mimir's like, oh, I got a chuckle out of you. <laughs> there, there's a lot of great... I almost recommend going to YouTube because I did this uh, quite a bit. Like, I just go to YouTube and it would be like random recommendations of, hey, did you see this interaction? And they're so cool. They're so interesting and fun. Like, mm-hmm. apparently, if you take uh, Atreus and you would miss this, if you, if you, obviously, if you go to the in-game, but if you take yeah. Atreus to where the horses, where you got, you the know... Kelpie. The Kelpie horses, mm-hmm. uh, the Kelpie guides... Uh, they would sit there and he'd be like, I thought you would like to see the horses. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> it's just like, there's so many great little interactions that they, they or have if, in this game. Or if the wolf thing that yeah. turns it from night I to day. I just wanted to see the wolves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so many great little interactions. Definitely recommend going to YouTube and finding them all because there's going to be ones you're never going to see just because yeah. you wouldn't think at certain points, well, not even just that, but at certain points, certain characters yeah. are no longer there. Yeah. So. yeah. It's like so much I'm seeing it. The rest, it's with Bray all the way through. Yeah. Uh, so for Amro, Steve, I'm Jero. We will see you next time on the Anavision Podcast. Believe it. Boy. <laughs> <laughs>